0: Definitely fanatics, Welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Four Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster Jolie. Sup. Well, this episode is going to be released on a Tuesday, but you can definitely call this one Friday Night Shenanigans because we just finished watching Smackdown and there was a whole lot of shenanigans on that show, but... We'll get to that one in a little bit. So the boss lady is wrestling department head slash COO or slash, I don't know how many different titles she has of uh, EDF sports. And she has been running a series of polls on Twitter from the wrestling account. And so So, yeah, it's like I've definitely seen some of those, but it's like,
1: what have you got some of the results on those? Um, One thing we like about our podcast, if you all don't know that don't listen, we'd love to get our fans involved. And I thought this would be a good way to get the fans involved. You all, wrestler between Paige, AJ Lee, Lita, and Beth Phoenix. 38% 38 of you took AJ Lee for the win. Um, Favorite male wrestler, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. Mojo Raleigh or Randy Orton, forty-six percent said they prefer Randy Orton.
0: What? Okay, that one okay. was a shocker. <laughs> there,
1: yeah, that was a shocker. Uh, hmm. Favorite male wrestler in AEW: Cody, Darby Allin, John Moxley, or Orange Cassidy. Sixty-seven percent said they prefer John Moxley. Which that's I can not, see that.
0: That's not a shocker because I voted that. I voted Moxley too.
1: Yeah, I did too. Uh, favorite female, AEW, Chris Stratlander, Dr. Britt Baker, Big Swole, or Sheeta? This is the cool part. Chris Stratlander, Big Swole, and Sheeta all had 20%, but Britt Baker came on top with 40
0: What? Oh, <laughs> hell no. That's a discussion on its own. No, no, right? no, 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 no. Best tag keep team. Going,
1: yeah. On. Best tag team entrance, Viking Raiders, Street Profits, the Usos, or the New Day. The fans voted Street Profits with 40%. That's a good one. That's a good one. I did a flashback. Who is your favorite wrestling faction? The Shield, Evolution, NWO, or The Four Horsemen? The fans voted 35% for The Four Horsemen.
0: No! Oh, boo! <laughs> I'm, I'm an Evolution girl.
1: Best female champion between Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Asuka, and Becky Lynch. The fans spoke out. Charlotte Flair and Becky tied at 31. All right, I guess. Um, favorite WWE match, Hell in a Cell, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and Steel Cage. Hell in a Cell came on top with 44%. The
0: call.
1: Who has the best theme entrance of the four? Okay. Best theme and entrance of the four. Undertaker, Edge, Finn Balor, or Charlotte Flair's when she used to come out and do her little flip. 59% said The Undertaker.
0: His is boring. I About know five minutes legend. of your never, life
1: that she can never get back.
0: I think it's like more like, like I think it's uh, the older he got, it's like more 10. No offense, Taker, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it got longer over the years. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> best female tag, best female team that started The Evolution. Team PCB, Team Bella, or Team Bad. Team Bad came on top with 45%. Alright, good call. Uh favorite female tag team, Kabuki Warriors, Bailey and Sasha. The iconics are Bliss and Cross. 50% predict uh voted for Kabuki Warriors. Oh tar-
0: tar- tar- still
1: gone. <laughs> I know, she's still gone, I know. <laughs> Uh what faction ended too soon? Sanity, Riot Squad, the OC or Absolution? Riot Squad was voted for 55%. Yeah,
0: I kind of uh yeah, I'm surprised on that one, yeah. That they that they ended it early, yeah.
1: Mhm. Favorite legend below. Rowdy, Roddy Piper, Shawn Michaels, Rick Flair or Andre the Giant. Fans voted Shawn Michaels at 57%. You good? <laughs> Favorite NXT champion: Adam Cole, Keith Lee, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. Adam Cole, Keith Lee, and Seth Rollins all tied at ten percent, but Mister Finn Balor took seventy percent overall.
0: Yeah, because it's like every time I hear Adam Cole, I say he's like the greatest NXT champion of all time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. That'd be no, fun. no, no, no. <laughs> I would actually
1: put Shinsuke Nakamura or Samoa Joe above uh, Adam Cole. Shh. Okay, that's, uh, that that's true. Um, I asked the fans. We now have Bailey Dose straps and two belts. Banks. How did they feel? Happy, aggravated, pissed off, or overjoyed? Sixty percent said they were happy. I know uh, that's uh, not.
0: I, I know that's not how you were feeling,
1: but I voted <laughs> aggravated. <laughs> I was. I mean I was happy, but I was mad and I was just ugh, whatever at this time. Um right. who would you like to see dethrone Sasha Banks of the Raw Women's Championship? The result uh was either Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Oscar, or Charlotte Flair. Unfortunately, Miss Nia Jax got zero votes. Um, but oh, cool. any <laughs> but Miss Shayna Baszler took overall with fifty-five percent.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm not surprised on that one. Right. <laughs> um, this was just a recent one of what's been going on. What team are you on? Team Mandy or Team Sonia? Fifty-seven percent said they were on Team Mandy. Um, who would you like to be- throne, Bailey, of the SmackDown Women's Championship? It was either Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, or Naomi. Naomi took the top with fifty-five percent.
0: We got to get into that one later because of Stephanie's announcement, but.
1: Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite current faction? Undisputed Air, Forgotten Sons, Imperium, or Zelina Vega Squad? 75% Undisputed Air 1. What brands (laughs) get your full attention? WWE, Uh AEW, Impact, or New Japan? Impact and New Japan didn't get no votes, but WWE came on top with 63%. Interesting. Okay. And the last one updated, it's still going, but I went ahead and added on here as of right now. Which does which of the following deserves the more push than others? It was either between Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, or Ruby Riot. Right now, Liv Morgan is winning at fifty percent. I voted live on that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. fans, um, that is just a little update of how I'm getting you involved with the um, surveys and the questionnaires. Um, they seem to be doing really good, so I'm going to keep pushing those. So, um. Uh, you give us a follow at EDFS Wrestling and look out for those uh, surveys each week. Cool beans! Yeah, I've been
0: seeing some of those and yeah, and like that that faction one. It's like four horsemen. I was like, oh, I'm an evolution girl. Batista, Batista. That was like my first favorite. So it's like I gotta go Batista always. I think I
1: voted. I Think I voted for the shield on that one. I don't know. I don't. I didn't vote for the horseman. No, no. Yeah. It was a shield, I think, but I don't think. I don't even remember yeah. who I voted for. Some of those I vote. I don't. I'll go. I'll vote off the wrestling. I can't vote off the wrestling Twitter. So I'll just go on my personal page and sometime on the pop culture page and be like, okay, let's vote for this person. <laughs> no, I felt bad. What was it? You ought to get a good laugh. What was it? The Iconics, like the whole day I was at work the whole day. They get no votes, no votes, no votes. And I said, man, this is wrong. So I went on the Pulp Culture uh, Twitter and went, all right, let's let's get Iconics a vote. Just to give...
0: (laughs) I felt bad. You you actually felt bad for the Iconics? Just that spare
1: of a moment. It won't happen again.
0: Okay. Okay. I can
1: have a heart when I want to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alrighty. Okay, shenanigans time. What the hell is going on? Because it's like, okay, on... Monday during the day, we heard a new faction was going to be making their way to WWE, making their uh, debut on Raw, or we at least see a glimpse of them. We saw them from a parking lot. So a lot of people thought, okay, just be they'll just be on Raw. And heard later in the week that we'll find out more about them on Raw. And then five minutes left in SmackDown, they come in and tear out tear the whole damn place. Okay, so... Jolie, A, what are you thinking about the faction? B, how is it gonna is it gonna be like the same? You some people are saying like it's like the same on both shows. It's like some people saying like different groups. And C, any guesses about who's in it?
2: I'm gonna start with C. Something that I picked up and my friend picked up: the two women in this new group because the other group looked like five men, but this one seems smaller. They seem like there's, I think it's two different parts of this group called Retribution, which would make sense if it's going to branch between both shows. That way they can cause chaos on both shows and who knows, maybe even shows up in NXT. But the two women tonight, I have a certainty, I feel that Vanessa Bourne is one of them. There is somebody saying that it's possibly Chelsea Green or Carmella as the other one, but Chelsea and Carmella. Like Chelsea, I see, because she's got brown hair. The other girl had brown hair. We'll see where that goes. And I think Leon Ruff is one of the guys in the group. He
0: just, he just officially
2: signed with WWE. He just officially signed, but like the way the one guy was acting, was it, like it seemed like Leon Ruff. And it would make sense that you know, he would want retribution because he's been you know, basically a punching bag for everybody in the business right now. Mm-hmm. I'm actually quite interested to see where this goes. I mean they didn't say it was going to stretch over to SmackDown and all of a sudden everything starts messing up on SmackDown. So it makes me feel like that is two 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 separate groups because they're, 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 these guys were all around the same similar height but there was one large person on Monday that was throwing the firebombs onto the, the generators and things like that. So i 'm actually looking forward to seeing where the storyline goes. I uh, love the chaos. I love the unpredictability of it. I love the fact they whipped out a fucking chainsaw and attacked the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean up the ring yeah, they cut up the ring, which I found again was just iconic and right. yes, the Nexus did it better. I get it this is this is. Not the Nexus. This is not Shield 2.0. This is something a lot more stranger and, in certain senses, deadlier. So, so we're going to see what happens, but I'm intrigued.
0: Yeah, because it's like the on Monday. It's like the group. I on the the group on Monday. I knew for sure there was like one woman out there, but it's like it was too far of a shot that I really couldn't see exactly who. And but it's like I heard about like the new com- the new group coming up and it's like around that same time Ciampa and Dijakovic blacked out their Twitters on the same day. And so I'm like thinking alright, maybe them. And then tonight it's, it's like they're all at the same height, they're all seem younger. And I'm like, Wait, damn it, did that theory just go out the window or something? So Chompa Sh- like,
2: oh. could have been a part of this group because he's not that tall. True. True. So, so he could be a part of the SmackDown crew, and Diakova could be a part of the the Raw crew. So we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's like
0: I, I. So it's like if it's two because di- it's like at first I thought it was the same group, but it's like a lot like you said, like a lot of people are saying it's like two different groups now. So I'm all kinds of confused.
1: Kayla, what do you think? Um, I'm pretty excited to see where this is going. Um, like the group that we saw from Raw. Definitely could be Dominic Dijakovic because, like I said, we did have the tall one. Um, then tonight on SmackDown, I was trying to sit there and go by voices because I have, like, when it comes to, like, hearing a certain voice, it's like, you know you hear it, but you can't put it together. Um. That's how I felt and I was trying to listen to the voices. And then after it went off, when I was, before we kicked off the podcast, I was trying to think of different um things that it could possibly be. Um, a lot of people other than Dominic Dajakovic, someone even said since we haven't seen him and he's been written off ever since his complete loss um with uh Murphy in the Monday Night Mariah, I mean Messiah. Um, he uh was thinking about a character change. Maybe possibly the tall one could be Aleister Black, you know, something a little different. Um It'll be a way of you know, hey, especially if he's on the raw, hey man, I'm taking your ass down. Um, At this point, with different people saying it could be anybody, I even laughed at one of them. Someone said it was Bo Dallas. Uh, (laughs) I I heard
0: that one, yeah.
1: But um, as far as this go, like Jolie has said, it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be intriguing. It's going to be interesting until we find out exactly who is who, and what they're continuing to do. Um, Also, a part, if you noticed how the screens and stuff was on SmackDown with the little screen in the back or whatever, it kind of looked like the hacker symbol. So maybe this might be bringing that back a little bit. So um, anyway, I'm really interested to see where this is going. So hurry up, WWE. We need to know now.
0: (laughs) No, it's going to happen like soon. But um, yeah, but it's like chaos and mayhem. That's a perfect way to describe 2020s. So, but at least we're getting it a little bit on TV.
1: Oh, and I loved how Michael Cole and Corey Graves got the hell out of there. <laughs> right,
0: because it's like Cole's been around forever, so it's like he was there with the Nexus. He was there with like the whole Shield stuff and everything like that. So it's like he doesn't want to really like relive that for like the third time.
1: He's it's like, a, let's know. get the
2: hell out of here. <laughs> exit stage right <laughs> see, I, I, I've never seen Michael Cole run so fast in my life it's like somebody said free jelly donuts in the back bye <laughs> oh, oh my god alrighty so
0: let's see more Friday night shenanigans uh, what the hell was that with the scene and Alexa Bliss it's like okay Okay, I was a I was like expecting Fiend in the middle of the damn show to begin with, make an entrance. Uh, I thought Fiend was going to do the mandible claw again on Alexis, but or Alexa, excuse me, Friday night. I'm going crazy here, Alexa. And it's like she started stroking stroking his face a little bit and everything. It was just and then Braun and
1: Kay, Kayla. I'm I'm all confused and bewildered. What do you think about all that? I'm still trying to put my fingers together. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just, because, I don't know, it's it's very confusing right now with this. Um, still trying to figure it out. Maybe she was trying to unmask him or something. I don't know. But he was like, uh, no, 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 don't touch me. Um, but I will say this. Um, I don't know exactly if Alexa is what they're going to call Sister Abigail um, I will say this my mom had found something online that the reason that they're using Alexa is to distract us because Sister Abigail is actually going to be Miss Nikki Cross herself. So, that, is that
0: th- how we're gonna get crazy Nikki back?
1: It might be, but she <laughs> says she read something that it's supposedly a distraction to get us off of Nikki Cross because where was Nikki tonight? Nowhere to be found, nowhere
0: to be found.
1: So, um so I think he's using uh, Alexa as a distraction. Um, so, but like you said, I'm still kind of confused with how this is going. So <laughs> I really don't have any answers of Bray and his multiple personalities. Now,
0: Well, it's like, what do you think about
1: Braun um, and his old, his old promo there? Kind of sounded like he was coming up out of the water again, the promo. It sounded like he was underwater. <laughs> it's like, um, but no, um, I don't know. I think it was honestly probably one of his good ones um, that he's done in a while. Um, So hopefully they'll release the monster. I can't tell you what's going to happen at SummerSlam between these Mm -hmm. two, but I think Braun actually did a good promo for once, even though it (laughs) did sound like he was underwater.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Jolie, a lot of chaos tonight. What do you think?
2: I think that it was more of the hurt-heal aspect of Alexa trying to heal the Fiend. The Braum promo was actually fire. Kayla says probably his best promo to date. So it's like, I have no clue what the hell is going on, to be perfectly honest. And I'm actually just interested in to see what goes on from here. I really have nothing more to say about that, to be perfectly honest, because of channel surfing Cause I don't like the red light. It kind of makes me sick. So.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Just another thing to throw into, throw into the Friday night chaos that we experienced tonight. All right. So Kayla, one of the surveys you had was who was going to dethrone Bailey and Miss Stephanie McMahon made her reappearance tonight. Um, she did once before on Raw. Now she visited SmackDown via video, video conference to announce a tri-brand battle royal for next week to determine who's going to face Bailey at SummerSlam. And, of course, it's like with the Golden Rule models going all over the place to, to Raw and NXT. Who knows who's going to actually show up? So, Jolie... Off the top of your head, who would you see in the Battle Royal, and do you, you have a possible winner? Well, I see
2: pretty much uh, Peyton. I see everybody, to be perfectly honest. I can see the Iconics, Bianca Belair, Zelina Vega, Shayna Baszler. All right, let me rephrase. I see everybody but Nia Jackson's so That bitch ass is on suspension. Bye-bye, bitch. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah but uh, I definitely see Mercedes Martinez Mia Yim because those two have definitely made uh, comments on social media I could see Shati Blackheart definitely live everybody but I, I would honestly love to see Naomi win it and be the one that goes against her at SummerSlam and possibly be the one to dethrone her alrighty
0: yeah it's like I was, I was thinking like back to the tag team match and everything it's like yeah they- Definitely like T and Shotzi. Hell, if Eo showed up, I'd be fan- I would be so happy about that. Uh, let me see Mia Fisher, sure. and then yeah, Bianca. Get her in there, and then all the SmackDown women and everything. Uh, I don't know who I'd want to win yet. Just, I I gotta I I gotta find out who's in the Battle Royal, but that's kind of up in
1: the air for me. Kayla, I'm gonna go with Jolie. Basically, everybody. Probably other than Nia Jax. Like she said, she's on suspension, so she won't be there. Um, But as far as I think it would be really interesting because you get to see your NXT and your Raw and your SmackDown interact with each other. Um, And as far as who I would love to see win it, um, pretty much all my favorites that would opportunity. But I'm going to have to say Feel the Glow needs to win it once again. Uh
0: let's see if they uh, you know, can get another shot at Bailey and everything. But one thing I said, to, one thing I said to my husband tonight when we were watching the show, I kind of said, I said it kind of pouty and everything. It's like going, "Are they going to save Bailey and Sasha for WrestleMania next year?"
2: <laughs> it's like I, because
0: I, I, it's like they, all I hear about online is like they want it in front of fans, they want it in front of fans. Bailey says she wants to face her at WrestleMania. And I'm, I'm like thinking they're gonna make us wait. It's like I've I, I've never been more anxious to see a divorce in my life, man. All right, so um, one more thing. I can't believe I I can't believe she actually came out with the short haircut and everything. But it's like Mandy's new dude, Kayla. You like it? Kind of like it. Kind of fits her. Yeah, it's like definitely it's definitely a change in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jolie.
2: You're asking the lesbian if she liked the haircut. yes actually i think um this is a very flattering haircut to be perfectly honest um i'm all for any type of hair but i think mandy look actually looks better with the bob over the long hair plus you know got to get some of that dead hair out because she had some very very bad bleached hair for a while no it's from somebody that used to dye their hair all the time i haven't dyed it recently because well there's no point if i'm not going to work my gig at the stadium so my hair is being healthy for once though mm-hmm. i've got grays um so yeah the bleach you, you have to cut it out and the amount of bleach that those superstars put in their hair to maintain the color like becky lynch's hair like she bleached that multiple times and stripped it multiple times to get the the color in because you actually have to strip it before you re it a lot of times so mm-hmm. it it it's very nice to see them you know at least take care of the hair. And I liked actually seeing her have her real hair color in her roots too. Yeah, exactly.
0: That was, I mean, that was definitely like a fresh look and everything like that. So I'm definitely.
2: Okay. But, uh, I I do have something else. Um, Mickey James is kind of saying stuff on Twitter as well about being a part of the battle Royal next week. And, um, I know she is medically cleared, Mm -hmm. so I know she might not, might not win it, but, um, can we throw her in as the dark horse to win that? Because Oh, hell yeah. Because I feel that Mickey James does deserve at least one more title shot to tie Trish Stratus. And also, to go back with the conspiracy theories, because people are very, very, very into this conspiracy. <laughs> Apparently somebody has a very close-up of the one girl, and they're saying it's Carmella because she has very distinct eyebrows and something about fingernails being done and then somebody puts in that she had purple but these are yellow like th- these twitter people man these are like some fucking holy shit ninjas i swear to fucking god like holy shit they like, they seriously like they 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 go through everything like they they break it down frame by i break shit down frame by frame but i, I... this is something that i will take with the suspense like y'all just need to just Just to pump a little bit on those brakes, but here's somebody I did. did One of the skinny guys was black, and somebody else, like you know, who might be back with the wrestling industry. We don't know. Josiah Williams. That'd be an interesting pickup too. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know he wrestled. I don't know if he does, but you know, you could have a music dude cause chaos. Yeah. I I think it'd be interesting. I I thought he was training for a little while to be a wrestler.
0: Okay. Oh. Yeah, we got everybody else in the world causing chaos and everything in wrestling. All right. So, let's kind of back this up here to Monday night. Um before the, during the day on Monday, we saw that uh online that Shane was going to make his way back to Raw. Oh, I thought fuck. why? I thought why? Why? Thought- why? Why?
2: You thought why? I was like, oh, Jesus fuck, here we go with KO versus Shane McMahon again. Where's the whiskey? I can't. No, I can't. I can't. No, no.
0: Well, well thank God we didn't get that, because apparently Mr. Shane was there to introduce his new uh, segment, spotlight, Club, fight club, whatever whatever you want to call it and everything, but we now have Raw Underground, and so it's like, knock down, drag out, it's like definitely like a fight club club type thing for wrestling for wrestlers and it's like during the night we saw even Dolph Ziggler getting in getting in it and then the her business made their way back there and everything like that very intriguing um you see uh Dana Brooke she's on Smackdown but she's even like reaching out to Shane on Twitter like saying like she wants to get in on it and everything so once you found out exactly why he was there what did you think Jolie
2: absolutely fucking loved it even with like the GTA strippers in the background. Um like, you know, I love the feel, I love the fact that you even had Swerve in there from NXT. So it's I think it's definitely open to whoever wants to come in because it, it's definitely an interesting and intriguing part of the show. Because you never know, like you said, you never know who's gonna show. Like who the hell was that big guy that just freaking destroyed everybody?
0: I know, right? Damn.
2: I mean, it's like okay. Well, let's let's get some other big guys in there. I mean, I know somebody who can destroy up a whole locker room. Karrion <laughs> Cross, um, like have him show up and that'd be fucking sick. Yeah. I think I think it's definitely intriguing. Number one, it definitely adds a certain like element and backstage, you know, because it makes me feel like this is some shit they would actually do. Like wrestlers would actually fucking do this. Like when they're bored off their ass. Like you know what. <laughs> Fuck this! We're tired of this bullshit. Let's just start a fucking Fight Club. And you know, I I like the fact that you've got MVP Lashley and Shelton, like you know, that try to take over. And Shane's like, you can say what you want, but it's still my show, right? Like, so it was actually, it's actually nice to see Shane kind of in that face persona again. I prefer him in a face persona. Steph, I love when she's both heel and face. So it's like I kind of like them where they're at right now. I love the fact that they're both causing chaos. And intrigue on the shows, and it's like one thing I've noticed: people are like, well, these shows have been sucking. Like, these have actually been some of the better shows they've had in a long time. And I've been watching religiously now since God knows when. Like SmackDown has gotten interesting. You know, you've got all these feuds getting pushed and built up, and now you've got the Underground Fight Club, where you know it's kind of like this is perfect for alistair Black to be perfectly honest, because somebody can pick a fight with him him (laughs) and so it's definitely intriguing i love it i love the fact that they're kind of introducing people that they've signed that we don't really know much about we get to see how vicious they really are and how vicious they could actually be in ring so again you know this this is gonna be actually kind of short for me i i am honestly just intrigued and again just like retribution bring on the fight club
0: right Oh, bring it on bring it on what do you think,
1: Kayla? At first, I was like, what am I, you know, I didn't really get it because, you know, I kind of came in. Um, I guess I wasn't focusing at first, but the more I um, watched it, um, this would be an opportunity, like Jolie has said, bringing people that we don't even know existed or, you know, actually we don't get to see wrestle. Um, I think it's a good opportunity, not just for people we've never heard of, um, for others, like Jolie had also said, Alistair Black, plenty of people. You know, he's always looking for somebody to knock on his door. Um, and as far as uh, MVP, Bobby Lashley and um, Sheldon Benjamin, just give up, boys, okay? Just can't take over everything. Um, uh-huh. But I think as, you know, if he continues to do it, obviously I think we're getting to, what, another – Another look at it next week. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think it's going to be quite interesting to see how it goes.
0: Yeah, one name I heard for sure that definitely needs to get in there Shayna. Yeah. So it's like definitely seeing, like, it's like definitely, like, one, definitely see who gets, who uh, wants to throw their hat in there and show up because we don't know.
1: She could choke out all the guys. She
0: could. I
2: was about to say that, or, you know, a certain other. MMA star could actually finally pop up, which would be great because you know she's still getting paid by the company. She could just come, you know, finish out her fucking contract, Rhonda. Right. Kind <laughs> of miss her. I never thought I would say I miss her too, but it's like, can you, she just like please come back and spice some shit up? Because, right. Like, don't get me wrong, but seriously, you know, I love the four horsemen. Everybody knows I'm probably one of the biggest proponents of the four horsemen i mean not like some of the the fandoms out there but like you know like we've already discussed it folks that we're going to have an internet wrestling community specific show to discuss the toxicity because let me tell you i have seen some shit (laughs) but that's not what we're going to talk about right now we're going to talk about like you know there's some fans out there that are big Big, you know, Becky fans, Charlotte fans, Bailey and Sasha fans. Like, they, we all know who the main good ones are out there. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, i the proponent of the Four Horsemen. But I just need something else. I mean, I like the fact that we, we got to see a little bit of Bianca fighting Zelina on Monday because Tez got poisoned. Which, bravo acting job, dude. That, mm-hmm. Even I was fucking scared on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh my I'm my like, god! I'm like, yeah, because he just jumped out of the ring, and I'm thinking, did he? Does he have a stinger? Did he hurt something? when he landed on, on um, Andrade, did he hit something wrong? Did he he knock a nerve? He just that was, dude had me fooled. So you know we got to see Bianca again. You know, we got to see, Liv and Ruby please let them make up because I want them to take the tag titles off the, the golden <laughs> role models. I, I was always a big supporter of the Riot Squad getting the tag titles. I always felt it should have been them over the Iconics. Hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I always felt like the Iconics, that was a slap in the face of the people that were actually like established before they had even come in. Yeah. So it was just like there's just there's a spark that's just missing. And maybe just maybe it's somebody in NXT that can provide it like a Shati Blackheart or a Rhea Ripley or a Mercedes Martinez or even an Io Shirai. But right now, I feel that if they were going to create a spark within the women's division, they have to shoot that shot now because you have your two biggest draws. I mean, yes. You have two of the biggest straws right now with Sasha and Bailey. That is a given, but Becky beat them all out. Mm-hmm. We all know this. Becky, Becky could beat out Jericho. The demo, God, <laughs> <laughs> Wanker. Um, there just needs to be that spark. Yeah, and Rhonda, if you're listening. It doesn't matter if it's just for a guest appearance just to show up in the underground. Please. That's all. And I could tell tonight
0: during SmackDown that uh, Marina was getting a little... Uh, she's been a little caged up and everything because I swear to God, they, were, they they had one camera on one side of the ring and I and I heard her on the other end because it's like she was just loud as hell tonight and I was like, going, okay, she needs to get back in the ring or something because it's like Ms., Mrs. Strong over there is like... Got too much aggression built up, <laughs> <laughs> um. And all right, I'm gonna take a sideways note on this um, because Jolie brought up Jericho and something regarding AEW did hit the spot, hit, hit hit the fan this week and everything like that. So a week or so ago, they announced the women's tag team cup and you thought this would be like a good opportunity to feature the women more often and everything like that. And then come to find out the whole thing was on YouTube. Wasn't even on regular TV. And, and then this past Wednesday, I haven't watched the whole show yet, but from what I heard, there was only one woman's match. The champion was not featured again. She was on the sidelines again. And it was like a squash match pretty much. Between Big Swell and an opponent of Brit's choosing, it's funny how the woman one the woman who is like getting the most attention these days is one who's apparently injured. Uh, actually, not apparently, she is injured. We're not going to see her again in the ring for another month, and it's like she's getting more TV time and everything like that. And it's just like frustrating as all hell.
1: Ugh.
0: And it's, like, and then, of course, it's, like, Brand, Brandi Rhodes was, like, coming out with something with AEW heels, and, like, people started getting on her because um, questioning, like, some of the stuff she was, like, putting on, and she ended up deleting her whole Twitter and everything like that. And so it's just, like, so much of this chaos is going on with the AEW women's division and everything, and it's, like, frustrating as all hell, and it's, like, hard to get behind. <sighs> Now Kayla, I know you watch AEW with me sometimes and everything like that. It's like Did you hear about all this this week? What do you think?
1: Yeah. Um I mean, first of all I didn't hear about the whole Brandy deleting her Twitter cuz I did follow her. I loved, you know, following her because, you know, um she's one of my faves. Um a lot of people say that she can't take criticism, um but to the point where there is a point where okay, we know the women division at AEW sucks. We do. I mean, I I'll be I love watching it, but they don't have the matches. They don't have what they need to build it up. Um, but what people call bashing and criticism are two different things. And I think a lot of people's like, well, she couldn't take the criticism. Think about it. How did you word your words to her? Did you was you rude to her? You know, there's a difference. So, um, I mean, I'll be the first one to say, you know, you know, it sucks. But I'm not going to sit there and you know continue to bash somebody or whatever they got going on. But um, and a lot of people said that she couldn't take criticism. Well, how did you how did you respond to the criticism? Was it you know, like I said, it could be different types. Mm-hmm. There's either. Like I said, if I tweet out somebody, let's say you tweeted out to, you know, let's say you weren't with EDF Sports. Let's say you tweeted out and said, oh, um, your site sucks. Okay, that's your opinion. But if you came back and says it sucks, it does this and this and this and this, and you continually to bash it. Of course, what do you what do I think I might do? I might shut down the site. You know, I mean, I don't know exactly what went down, what was had been said. I haven't heard anything. But I think. It had to be a little bit more than just saying, "Hey, your women division sucks."
0: I think it was like uh, she brought out like the promo for like AEW heels, and it was like, uh, and it was like something within the promo itself. It was like an annual fee, forty nine dollars, and it was like a bunch of goodies and everything like that. And then it also, it, it like has something on there referencing like, like women's wrestling and stuff like that. And, and so it's just things just went sideways and everything with that. Oh. But I swear it's like I can't wait for I can't wait for Britt to get cleared so Big Swell can beat her ass finally. Right.
1: (laughs) And while we're on AEW, I would say this: I I honestly, legit hope that Orange Cassidy, the man with his hands in his pockets, beats Chris Jericho this time. I honestly, really (laughs) hope so.
0: Right, and it's like I haven't I haven't watched the episode yet, but I do know um, I do know that the whole debate and everything is like Eric Bischoff was the guest mod, the surprise moderator. He hasn't officially signed with AEW, but he was just a one-time thing. Uh, but I do know from a promo and I, I, from a, a tweet and everything like that that apparently Bischoff said that uh, Cassidy won the mm-hmm. debate somehow. <laughs> oh man. No, but it's like, um now I'm gonna give a shout out here to like uh Nick Mace on uh Twitter. It's like we've just started recently following each other and everything because apparently his uh he's uh he put on Twitter that he's the cameraman for his daughter, who's like the baddest six year old on the planet, and she had a few words for Bishop herself. And I swear it's like every every week with like her videos and everything like that the, it's cat it's catching in the eye of the aw stars and i swear they need to bring her on like whenever they go back to like having regular shows and stuff so it's like if she's if, if you if if he's pissed off a six-year-old i gotta find out what happened on the show for real <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Oh, and then it's like I I do know one other thing because it's like on A I don't watch AEW Dark, um I just hear about I just hear about what happens and everything. But Scorpio Sky like did like a killer promo because I saw like the video about that on Twitter and everything. And apparently it's like he's challenging Cody next week for the TNT title. Now that is actually someone who I can see taking the title. Mm.
1: <laughs> Who's taking the NXT title?
0: The, the TNT title.
1: TNT title. Oh, what did I say NXT for? Wow. I don't know. We're,
0: uh, we're talking about
1: AEW. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Because um, it's like
0: Scorpio Sky's going against Cody next week and everything, and it's like, that's actually the first person who I've really seen him go against that I think could actually take it.
1: Either he's going to take it, or I'm just going to go and say, out on a limb and do something like really wild and say, um... Cardona is going to be the one to take it from him i don't know (laughs) he just got there It don't matter (laughs) called second chances
0: (laughs) but he doesn't he was. he he took this time off and got
1: even more like pumped up he came that day because uh what was mom and i watching i don't remember what we were watching and uh are sitting there and I was like oh my god look who's in there and we both turned it over and we start we're like we both were like holy cow <laughs> oh man but no he did he did get real buff and he for the time he had off he he really built himself up so Chelsea yeah. Green you're a very lucky woman <laughs>
0: Nah, but that would be kind of shitty if like, the guy just signs with the company and ends up taking his friend's title.
2: I still don't see the appeal of Zack Ryder. I'm sorry. Macradona. Whatever the fuck he calls himself, he's a (laughs) giant-ass fucking nerd who used all of WWE's money, sat in catering, won on the grandest stage of them all, tag titles with Curtis Hawkins, and did Comic-Cons from coast to coast and now he wants to bitch. Okay. Whatever.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Let's get back to WWE. Okay. So one of the biggest stories of the week, um, and I'm talking big as far as like, it's even from NXT. It's got to get up on e. ESPN the, the following morning is everything that's been going down with Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. Now, when the whole thing started a couple of weeks ago, um, when Cole went on McAfee's McAfee show, ended up blowing up Adam, breaking his microphone, cursing him out, pushing his staff member and everything like that. Everyone was like, wondering, okay, is this a work? Is this actually real shit going down? Because I know these two have like squabbled back and forth um, over the past couple of years and everything like that. And so everyone... Wasn't sure about that. And then they started talking about it on NXT. And then it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's work. So we definitely got something working and everything. And apparently McAfee was just going to come to NXT. They were going to squash everything. During the day on Wednesday, it looked like, okay, everything's kosher now. McAfee's just going to do some commentary. And then we get to the main event. <laughs> oh, man. Main event time. McAfee's on commentary. Cole's 20 feet away. McAfee's running his mouth again. Cole confronts him. They go back and forth. And it's like McAfee's getting kicked out. And he ends up calling him a tiny little bitch. Punt kicks him. And now we now have McAfee versus Cole at Takeover 30. Jolie, your thoughts?
2: My thoughts on that kick was. Okay, my thoughts on the whole thing. I think Pat McAfee is a giant bitch. He annoys the fuck out of me. We do better podcasts than we are. He's only famous because he used to kick balls for a living. Um, no, actually, I honestly feel like it's a very intriguing storyline. It's actually been a long-term storyline because if you ever watch any of the watch-alongs that he was at and Cole was on, he had had those two had beef for as long as I can remember, so... um I'm actually interested to see what kind of match is going to bring. I'm actually kind of interested to see what happens if Cole gets a little bit of retribution. And I think I found it kind of interesting that, you know, you had the UE members like, you know, kind of siding with Pat for a little bit because Alex Fish came out, or uh, not Fish, that's Bobby. Um, Kyle O'Reilly came out mm-hmm. and said like, you know, I was kind of on Pat's side after his, you know, uh, behavior, but now I know that Pat, was actually been constantly egging him on and got exactly what he deserved. So, now is he not only fucking with Adam Cole, he's fucking with all of Undisputed Era, because if he wasn't on commentary, I do have a feeling that the tag team division would be undisputed once again. Right. So, you know, it's it's just going to be very interesting to see how this fight goes, and uh, the ES, was it ESPN that he was on that had that Uh, promo that that, um, he shot, that Pat shot, you know, give props to him, you know, he definitely did uh, set everything ablaze, so. Yeah. It was like a get up on uh,
0: ESPN. It's like the morning after Triple H laid down the challenge and then like today, um, McAfee was uh, on there talking about it and stuff.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Oh, man. Kayla? Um I never really cared for uh Pat um uh, myself other than he is a former West Virginia mountaineer. He did go to West Virginia University, so I do give him kudos for that um but as far as other than that um like we have said, the um feud between Cole and him has been building up for many 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 moons so um mm-hmm. all I gotta say i'll keep it short. all i 'm gonna say is Cole is going to beat your ass, boy. (laughs) Because Adam Cole, baby, will not come alone. He will have his, well, I guess, brothers, buddies, goon squad, whatever these days are, will have his back regardless. So, yeah, you're just going to get your butt kicked. End of story.
0: (laughs) All right. Now, this brings me to another thing I was thinking about in regards to this, because I did a, a... I did a fantasy booking article for W and W that's uh dropping Saturday. Saturday. Um, as far as like, uh, it, 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 the article was going to go one way and it was about to get released. And then Triple H made the challenge. And I was like, going, thank you Triple H for screwing up my article. So I had to re I had to rewrite half of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I had to figure out, um, I had to go like another direction and everything. So here's the other thing. I don't think this can be a traditional one-on-one match because it's like whenever you're dealing with the undisputed era, it's usually a four-on-one and it's like Pat's not a, an experienced wrestler and everything. So a traditional match will be kind of limiting him. So if you did have to throw any kind of stipulations or make this like a specialty type of match, Kayla, what type of a match would you make it? Run for your life match. I'm
1: just kidding. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Without making it traditional, um, with him being part of actually being thrown around, um, being tackled by football players, I would probably either go with maybe three matches to actually maybe give him a little upper hand, Um, either a TLC match, stream rules, or... Maybe a no hold bar. Something to give something to where he has the ability to strike. If he needs to pick up a chair, he can strike. Something that he has helped to go up against Adam Cole. And if he needs to take out strong O'Reilly and Fish as well. Something, you know, that gives him the upper hand. So those would probably be the three I would go for. Um but run for your life match will be a little bit better. Just go ahead and run before it starts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think I've actually seen one of those yet, but <laughs> could happen at some point. Well, it's like it's, I've seen those matches, it's like, like oh, run free match. Okay, run free match like that would have definitely uh, uh, clarified the Cameron Grimes and Keith Lee match mm-hmm. the other day because it's like Grimes was running for his life because he bit off more than he could chew that. <laughs> anyway
2: all right so if uh, pat got tackled then he's a really shitty kicker
1: <laughs> well uh, actually i think uh, if i'm not mistaken he was a punter so
2: either way he couldn't yeah but he would have been hitting people if he could run his fat ass down the field that quickly but i do, he, I do remember
0: seeing it cl- i do remember seeing a clip that he knocked a guy like uh, it's like he like bulldozed the guy out of bounds one time
1: yeah, cutters and kickers will still get the block if they have to, so this is possible. Yeah. yeah, place kicker. All right. I'm sorry. He was a former place kicker at West Virginia University, and then he switched to punting, and then he was a punter for the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. 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 So yeah, he could still tackle.
2: We'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jolly. What kind of match do you think they? No, yeah. loser shuts up match. <laughs> no, I, I think it I, I agree with Kayla. It should be like some type of stip match. Um, something that might help him get an upper hand. Cage match would actually be pretty cool because that way you would keep undisputed era technically out, even though they could circle outside the ring.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: you know, maybe if he has somebody that likes him. They could come help him, but I doubt anybody likes him, especially after what he did. Like, I mean, when you piss off Beth Phoenix and she yeah, gets up yeah. and walks away, yeah. So, um, like a cage or TLC match would be kind of cool. Um, side note we were talking about the small guys on tonight's right. SmackDown, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought something to my attention. WWE bought Evolve, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a superstar in Evolve named Matt Seidel, who Evan- used to go by the name of Evan Bourne. Evan
1: Hall. Bourne.
2: No! Could this be Evolve coming mm-hmm. after the WWE? For Retribution. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a decent fucking speculation. I know we're off topic, but like, my friend's or texting all this stuff? I'm in a, a group chat, and it's like they're going through. I'm like, I'm just looking to see where he's at, and right now he's technically in evolve, so okay, and evolve is WWE property, so that'd be a very very interesting. <laughs> I would actually be all for him coming back, to be perfectly honest.
1: I, I, I second that.
2: I, I loved him, and I felt that you know him getting. I think he got fired. Somebody said that he got fired at the same time as gender. Andrew and Drew. And Kurt Hawkins. But they kept Kurt Hawkins. They really screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> but I exactly. think I mean this was also when like weed was still very illegal. I think that's what he was doing. He was just smoking weed. And <laughs> it was before they, you know, and understandably I understand they don't want their superstars to do something stupid and get high and get hurt in the before a match but if they're doing it after the match that's the best thing for those bodies to be perfectly honest from what i've been reading but getting Mm -hmm. back to the the pat mcafee and adam cole i'm sorry i got off on the side tangent there yeah any match (laughs) do just to get his ass kicked i don't care who beats his ass i don't care if it's an uh kyle o'reilly on a pole match something (laughs) Did okay. we also talk why Kylo Riley looks like he's a fucking Amish guy now? What the fuck is up with that beard well he's been he was home for several weeks, so I thought he was actually filming something. Well, he said he was
0: filming something, but i think uh I think he was like home because of medical reasons and stuff, so
2: either way dude you, you make how much money buy a fucking trimmer? <laughs> Shit Make yeah. fucking Lancaster dude.
0: You know, it's funny, it's like, at first it's like, I, I had to look all this up, because it's like, it's with like Pat going and Adam, with like all like the tiny and the short jokes and everything like that, it's like, like Adam's six foot, Pat McAfee's only 6'1", so it's like he's an inch taller, I'm like, okay, maybe it's like an age thing, he's like three years older, Pat's like three years older and everything, and so it's like, he's not that much older, he's not that much taller, maybe he's got like a little bit more guns to him and everything like that, but... It's like he's not that much difference in everything, but yeah, it's like this is this is gonna go a little cray cray and everything. But in my article, I'll tell y'all it's like I'll tell you all right now, I put like two type of matches in there. One street fight for sure, break out the toys, let the boys go at it and everything. And then the other one, I doubt they'll do it, but fight pit. He died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I think he's gonna do. Yeah, he's a dead man anyway, and everything. It's just like this is like, but it's like the publicity for this is crazy because it's like, I because it's like I was like seeing it on micro chat with W and W, and it's like it's and I it's like Triple H, and I was like, oh Triple H making down the challenge. I was like, Triple H, what, what, what? And then I was like on Get Up, and I was like, ah, that makes sense. Oh <sighs> wow. Nah, but it's like, oh. Nah, just kind of going over like over the, some of the stuff from the week and everything in my head. It was good to see Apollo back, and he, he, so it's like shut MVP up once and for all as the true United States champion. And then what? What does he do? He accepts a re, he, he accepts a rematch for SummerSlam with MVP. I'm like going, huh, man. Nah, but it's like, it, uh, but it's like, oh, sorry, Jolly, Anything to out from you from the week?
2: I kind of like the Dakota Rhea match. Um, I thought it was interesting that you had Mercedes Martinez poking her nose in. Um, but I, that's a, that's a match I've wanted since um, Mercedes has signed. Definitely, you know, Carrying Cross taking out the locker room. And he, he now has a match uh, next week with uh, Danny Burchill, which should be a good match. Um... Tonight, Retribution. Mm -hmm. Monday. Trying to think back to Monday. I know it's only been five days, but we've had so much chaos and carnage going on in my state um, since Tuesday. So it's just. uh, I kind of like, you know, Dominic coming out and standing up. To um Seth, but the best shocker was seeing Samoa Joe getting in his face. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um I mean I don't want Joe off of commentary. I just love the fact that he can be both heel and face ish on the commentary. Like, you know, but I kind of want to see him back in the ring, so. Yeah, it's definitely, I I feel that Surprise Returns and Retribution won the week uh, Mm -hmm. this time, and, you know, AEW executives can't take the heat of criticism and they disable their Twitter accounts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She, She wants to be like Stephanie McMahon but Stephanie McMahon gets how much hate on Twitter? And that woman just lets it roll off her and she just keeps going. Right.
0: Yeah, you stepped away for a second. We were, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. It's like you had, you had to step away for a second and everything. But, yeah we, yeah, we brought that up earlier. It's just like, oh, my God. It's like it's like she brought out that promo about AEW Hills and it just went all, went downhill from there and then all of a sudden, whoosh, bye-bye.
2: Yeah. Again, this is why we need a whole episode dedicated to the toxicity of the internet wrestling community ah uh, yeah we're gonna have
0: to put that together in the next couple of weeks i definitely like have a one that one definitely structured out Uh kayla what's stuck out what's stuck out for you for the week
1: um obviously restribution um like i said we said earlier we're excited to see where it's going to go um And as far as Dominic standing up to Seth was awesome. And um, the more and more I'm thinking about it could be wrong. But what if SummerSlam you know how Seth is going to be like why are you out here blah 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 you can't beat me blah 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 you know how he runs his mouth. Mm -hmm. What if Dominic gets into the ring and say, oh, I'm not the one fighting you. He is. Samoa Joe gets into the ring and takes (laughs) out Seth. That's what I wanted to build up so bad because lately you can see that Samoa Joe just wants to go up to Seth and just be like, strangle you to death. So um, that's what I'm hoping because obviously who I really want to return to help take out Seth and Murphy Oh, I'm sorry. The Monday Night Messiah and His Disciple. That's what his uh, theme song is called. He came out with a new theme, and it's called Disciple. Um, (laughs) But, uh, no. um, Because, obviously, I really want Cain Velasquez to come, but that ain't going to happen. So, you got to go to option B, is which... The next person, obviously, that hates Seth, is Samoa Joe. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Because I don't see Tom Phillips or Byron Saxon getting up in there. So it has to be Samoa Joe. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, no, um, that's what I think is going to happen. But Restribution, Dominic, Dominic, and I'm kind of upset that Dexter Loomis did get hurt. They will not be in the tournament. Yeah,
0: that, um,
1: that, that sucks. But, um, and I'm going to have to kind of agree with Jolie. Uh, the Dakota Kai and Rhea match was really good as well. So, um, other than that, nothing really stuck out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like earlier, we were like uh, earlier we were talking about like Bianca coming, uh, Bianca like making an appearance and everything because of Montez and everything. When he took a drink out of his cup, I could tell by his face a little bit. He like. Mm-hmm. That is like something was in there. But um, someone actually brought this up on Twitter, and I found it very funny and everything. It was 15 years ago, SummerSlam 2005, when Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero had that ladder match for the custody of Dominic. And it's funny, 15 years later, Dominic's actually fighting at SummerSlam. Hmm because <laughs> it's like I just started watching wrestling around then and it's like that storyline was like came up all, all about and everything I was like well, what the hell is this and it's just like
1: comes to fruition like 15 years later and everything it's so funny as hell well, that means Dominic needs to win though if he's the one fighting him <laughs> lord help us all
2: I think that, uh, that Eddie would be very proud of Dominic and where he's come mm-hmm. so I think it is kinda cool that it's been like fifteen years. I saw that stat too. I was like, that's kinda cool.
0: Mhm. Yeah, so it's definitely coming full circle and everything and it's like seeing how Dominic's grown up and just like him just just him making the challenge and getting into the ring and everything. So it's like I'm like I'm interested to see what it happens with this and everything but if at least just another Seth beat down and everything Seth beating him down I'm gonna be pissed off as hell and I hope it doesn't come to that at all (sighs) all right I think that's a good that's a good uh segue to kind of end this crazy ass night we've had oh my gosh it's like it we definitely picked a good night to record because it's like off the off the high of how Smackdown ended and then we just in ended up going into this podcast about an hour later and everything. Definitely Friday night shenanigans. Alright, so that's all we have for this time uh, for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the Takeover continues. Y'all have
2: a good one. And just a heads up, ladies and gentlemen, um, the Jester is going to be uh, posting a new podcast soon. The uh, court has now become the forum, so uh, stay tuned for that. Woo-hoo.